0: Would you even know? There's no sun up in the sky. If you crossed into a fairy tale. That was from The Changeling.
1: On this episode of Why Watch That.
0: Why Watch That's on a quest to help you find the movies and TV shows you'll love. Buckle in. In New York City, used book dealer Apollo Kagwa, played by Lakeith Stanfield, is browsing through some library shelves when he sees librarian Emma Valentine, played by Clark Bakko. After watching her handle, one of the library's visitors quite deftly, he's smitten. But what does she think of him? Apollo makes it his mission to find out. He's a god after all. But does she see him that way? I said no to you when you first asked me out. Do you want to go to dinner dinner with me? Mm -mm. And the six times after that? No, No. No. is because I'm moving to Brazil. And while in Brazil, Emma has quite the experience, one that's filled with curiosity and dread. When I got there, mm. there was a lake there, a lagoon. They told me not to go, but I didn't listen. But what could be so scary? After all, these two lovebirds have never had it easy. For one, Emma lost her parents when she was very young. Her older sister, Kim, played by Amira Van, had to raise her. For two, Apollo experienced quite the tragedy when he was young as well. His father disappeared when he was very little, and he's dreamed about meeting him ever since. But his dreams are always closer to nightmares, so they should be prepared for this. She told me I had three wishes.
1: When it falls off my wrist, those three wishes will come true.
0: <laughs> Do not cut it. <laughs> but this is no laughing matter. You see, Apollo's father Brian, played by Jared Abrahamson, and mother Lillian, played by Alexis Louder, met in the city during the 70s. And their love story played out the way Apollo's and Emma's does decades later. These two couples mirror each other for better and for worse. So while that means that there's love to spare, It also means that there's fear and tragedy to endure, but Apollo doesn't care. Emma,
1: with me, all three of your wishes will come true.
0: But what do those three wishes entail? That becomes clear after Emma and Apollo marry, and Emma gives birth to their son, whom they name Brian after Apollo's dad. From the get-go, Emma and baby Brian don't quite connect. Emma's sister tries to help to no avail, And Apollo's mother, now played by Adina Porter, has her own ideas, which are of the harsher variety. Regardless, Emma needs help, so she finds an online support group called the Wise Ones. And from there, paranoia sets in, causing a rift between her and Apollo. As his mother says, A storm is coming. There are portals in this world that we may never know we've trespassed through. And when they do, Things go from bad to much worse after Emma determines that baby Brian is no baby after all and then takes desperate action. So it's up to Apollo to figure out what went wrong and to find a way forward with the help of his best friend Patrice, played by Malcolm Barrett, along with fellow father William, played by Samuel T. Herring. With their support, or what looks like it, Apollo tries to find the wife and child he once knew and the answers to questions that no one should have to ask. I need to know. Where my wife is. <laughs> Disappear. Just... So as you can see, Apollo's path leads down a road that pushes past the natural and into the supernatural, where the rules of reality are twisted, and from where there's no guarantee of a safe return.
1: You don't see. But you will. All right, The Changeling coming to us Friday, September the 8th. Um, Who's doing this? Apple TV Plus. Um, Before we dig in, yeah, before we dig in, (laughs) uh, please like, share, subscribe, comment um, on our episode and continue to watch. We appreciate it.
0: Yes. Now, you were looking at this plot summary in the you know, you were discombobulated. You were very disturbed by. What yeah, you were
1: I was, but it's my type of show, <laughs>
0: For as much as. But was, you have to pay attention. Now, I You know. always talk about. No, you really have to pay attention. I know. You'll I pay attention tell. and still not know what you're See, watching.
1: So this is a. I can't binge this show. I know me. So like, I have to. I have to watch it maybe over time. it's not that I'm gonna like go week by week by week. That's too long. But I'm not gonna be able to just like because I have to pay attention. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of that. What was that show? You don't know thinking about? Um, no, I do not. <laughs> Chris, I don't. If some, it was some show There was some monsters involved, not real monsters. It's based off of a. You talk about
0: Lovecraft Country.
1: Lovecraft Country. That's what. That's what I thought of when I was watching the.
0: Uh, I was watching the the plot summary. Um, I can. I don't disagree with that. They're not the same show, right?
1: They're they in the same different.
0: universe, maybe, mm-hmm. in a way. And I think that if you like Lovecraft Country, would you like this? Probably.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because that means you like a mess. Mm-hmm. So if you like a mess. Yeah, mm-hmm. it,
1: yeah, it looks really interestingly messy. I 100% agree with you on this one. I will say when I first started watching, I thought it was a movie. Um I, I really didn't. I thought maybe it could be better as a movie.
0: <laughs> but I I you was... you haven't seen one second of this and you know that it should be a movie, it would be better as a movie. I too, Look I at can, you.
1: I can tell just off the map. Mm-hmm. Just for us people <laughs> who have limited time and attention. <laughs> that's what I'm I'm advocating for us. Um Yeah. So that's, that's my initial kind of thought process on this. I will, I mean, I have Apple TV plus I would, I would watch it at some point.
0: Yeah. And I advocate for you as well. And the advocation is you don't have to watch it at all. Uh, Remember these people are not paying you. You are paying them. That's a good point. Let's all remember (laughs) we are not here to fix their shows and movies. That's on them. Now, is this something that needs to be fixed? Is it a wonderful, delicate mess or is it problematic? I'm gonna start with the cast. I think that the casting choices were smart. I think that the actors are stylistically varied, which was good. I mean, you put Lakeith in it, he's already doing something no one else does. You know, he's like in his own head. And I, I like the gentleness of his performances. I do. I think that was smart having him there. Then you add Clark and Adina and Amira and you know Samuel and some other people I'll may mention later. I just like the the casting idea, the philosophy behind it. And I do think they have a story to tell here. Now this is based on the book by Victor. Laval, of the same name. I think that the visuals were right for the story, for the tone, for the themes. Um, Alina um, Matsukas directed the first episode. I think her work along with the creative team there was strong, it set the stage, and it's in keeping with a lot of Apple TV Plus shows of the same genre. The more supernatural ones like Servant, something like that. I'll come back to Servant later. With that said, when I was watching this, I found a major flaw. And the major flaw is, this does have fable-like, fantasy-like, you know, storybook-like elements. But when they start this relationship, that central love relationship, it wasn't, it didn't have enough juice in the writing department, and every episode's written by creator Kelly Marcel. Kelly uh, wrote Saving Mr. Banks, the Venom movies, and Fifty Shades of Grey. Co-wrote or wrote those, so we never know what we're going to get from Kelly. <laughs> I have no idea, and that's kind of the feeling here. We need the whole love story to be pumped up. It should be rom-com on steroids then we have when we have the flip when we get to the horror suspense you really feel it you're on a roller coaster in the best uh sort of way they didn't have that at the right height to match the more potent suspense and horror elements the balance wasn't right mm-hmm. the actual dialogue and narration needs to be more storybook book like it needs to be like a fairy tale gone wrong, wrong, okay? That's what I wanted from this. Like, tell me a bedtime story where it starts wonderful and then all of a sudden, you know, you want that kind of switch. No. Mm-hmm. So I think that is the big miss here, which would make all of the obfuscation in some of the episodes work. Now, Victor, who again wrote the book on which this is based, narrates it you hear some of his narration in the plot summary. I'm fine with that. I don't think that Victor's a bad narrator, but I don't think he's the right one. If you want what I wanted, he's not the right one. He's not an actor. Like think at the opening of the Lord of the Rings, Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings, when Cate Blanchett is the narrator. That's what you want. You don't even know what you're listening to. You're glued to your seat. That's the only way this kind of story can really work. Now, as it is, when it when I started watching it, and I did finish it, the reason I finished it, though, and I'll come back to my point I was about to make, the reason I finished it is sometimes with these shows, I want to get to the end to make sure I'm not missing anything. It's like that show, uh, The Last Thing He Told Me. Remember that producer with Jennifer Garner, also on Apple TV Plus? Yes. I, yeah, I finished it just to make sure <laughs> I wasn't missing something. I didn't need to. So I was starting this show and I was like, "Eh, I'm mildly interested. I wasn't immersed. Okay. Then in the second episode, the narrative really stalled under the weight of the imbalance I was talking about. We have this uh, downward spiral of Emma. I mean, they made the point. Then they kept making the same point over and over and over again. There wasn't much illumination. I was lost. I was really ready to stop. But I know that they're releasing the first three episodes during its premiere. So I said, let me get through the third episode just to make sure I can review what you're going to see at the start. And they sort of righted the ship in the third episode because Apollo has this realization in that episode. And I think it was wise for Apple to release or for them to decide to release the first three episodes as a premiere, because if you make it through all three, you'll have a more complete look at the show um and its best moments. But then from that point, if you're gonna continue week by week, is it worth it? Now, producer, you mentioned you wouldn't binge this. I wouldn't recommend a binge even if you could. I would not. I, I think it would it would get on your nerves.
1: hmm
0: Cause they do, it's a frustrating show. They have an interesting theme. Because mm-hmm. what they've done, they've taken the classic horror Uh, bedtime story kind of stuff and mixed it with some of the modern complications we have today, in particular, the internet and computers. So that idea is smart. It's almost a new thought, the way they do it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, of course, if you're a monster from some sort of, you know, uh, I don't know, dark fantasy, then how would you leverage technology from today? You have access to more people and children in particular. Mm-hmm. Now, on the flip side, it's easier to get help for the victims, but there's more danger.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So all of that is kind of heightened because of that combination. I thought it was a, a grander story as a result. There are more people to trust than distrust. It's just even harder to figure all of that out. That, to me, is what this show should be about mixing old school horror themes, you saw there's witches, you have recurring nightmares and visions, and you blend it with today. Even a character in the fourth episode played by Jane Kasmerick, states something similar to what I'm saying now, but they lose it, they lose it. It's all really about parents and children in the outside world. It's this whole same theme of parents being frightened of childhood, their own children. Can you protect him? No, the world is not safe. It's as safe as it's ever been across the sweep of history. So it's not safe. But every idea here doesn't coalesce into a convincing whole. It's as confused at times as Apollo is. Now, the confusion reaches its peak in the penultimate episode because the final episode is under half an hour. ultimate episode, it relied heavily on the acting skill of Adina Porter. She does her job, but Kelly Marcel does not. The writing lags there. It was overwritten. It annoyingly refused to uh, show instead of tell. It was a lot of telling. They have visuals, but it was a bunch of talking. And this is where, in this episode, you get a lot of answers about Apollo's mom and dad but the answers are bogged down by unnecessary obfuscation. I it who has the patience for this? And more importantly, why bother? What's the payoff? That was my question there. Then you get to the final episode. It's not like you get a final thought and you end the season. It's a cliffhanger <laughs> No. You can't end on a cliffhanger with this kind of lack of clarity. It's a problem. So overall, I would say they go far enough to be a gnawing, frustrating, and inconsistent watch for fans of this genre. I think with fewer episodes, you were saying, seems like a movie to me, fewer episodes, a healthier respect for the power of showing, this could have been fully realized and a worthwhile trip for a much wider audience. Uh coming back to Servant, if you're a fan of Servant and you wanted a bit more variety to a suspense story with a baby, even though the baby and Servant is different, still it's something weird going on with the baby. I think this would do just fine in fits and starts, but in the end, you won't be satisfied at all. You won't. It's a frustrating and inconsistent watch with, again, a mix of old school horror and modern technology that hints at the captivating story it fails to tell. So there you go. Just really frustrating. Because it could have been great. Yeah.
1: That's it, unfortunate.
0: It's some like they have some, that's mm-hmm. the frustrating part, mm-hmm. they do have something. And there are moments when it works. <sighs> I don't know. Mm. All right, producer, so would you spend your time, try, time Trying to figure out the changeling.
1: I might wait for season two and then make that decision.
0: Mm-hmm. If they get one. Yeah. Said they're going to get one.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So, you know, that that would be the question. The show is a changeling mm. itself. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. Yeah. I feel like I have been in a fight mm. with the show and I won. Yeah. So, okay, everybody. <laughs> Take care. We'll be back with a new review whenever Hollywood releases something worth reviewing. Until that time. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at WhyWatchThat.com. And while you're at it, Don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. Let's keep the conversation going.